0: Oh man, I tell was you what, close. That, was that close. Rhymes, there's nothing that rhymes with close call than close call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we lost no. Tyler. We
1: lost Tyler. Oh, my we're God. not even... even a minute into the show.
2: What the <laughs> fuck? I was literally. <laughs> lost I was like, I was like, we've toned down. I was like, all right, good timing to start this. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good time, We missed I, that memo. I don't know. Yeah. We, don't we know missed if, that memo. I don't know if anybody heard what, what was happening. No, I, don't we we it. <laughs> I don't think we did. I don't think did. But, man, you better just be glad you didn't. But when I, Man, the No but Fun Rodney League is coming down to regards. college football. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the No Fun League is coming down to college football. You can't spin the ball anymore.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah. That's
2: right. Yeah. That's what we just learned. That's why I, that's why I was going to start right when we did, because I was going to make a joke about that. Well, Arkansas and Kansas. Like Arkansas has 24 points after the first quarter is 24 7. Big time blow. We got a bunch of games to recap. We got a bunch of games to preview. Just get right into it. Okay. Mordecai in the gun. Levine to his right. And again, they shift to the diamond cluster left. Single wide right. Three down linemen. Now they've got Two fives five. in the box. Yes. Yeah. Quarterback drop. Mordecai you cut down at the one yard line. And the Cougar defense holds
3: Jacob Robinson.
2: Well, wow. I'm here. Well, Don't goodbye. worry. I was getting water. My bad. I thought I
0: had enough time. <laughs> no, you, you, this is uh, this one was shorter this time, but it's all good. I, uh, I'll you're just, good, fam. Yeah, we'll just preface this by saying that this week's edition is what we've been waiting for ever since the uh, playoff rankings were announced. This pre- this preview right here today. This is the one that uh, this is the one that everybody's been waiting for. I think.
2: I mean that's fair it, to say. Is that what everybody's been waiting for? Dude, I this hair so. is fucking outrageous. Get you a hat. Man. Gotta, dude, I need to find I gotta find my headband. I got a Michigan headband somewhere. I don't know where I put it. I'll let you guys start. I'll be right back. Let me see where I can find it real quick.
0: All right. <laughs> well, I guess I mean the I'm the just gonna that, do
2: this for now then.
0: Oh, you didn't have to do Hello.
2: that. That's a bit too
0: much. Um so this is our edition of Loudmouth CFB with the New Year's Six games starting up here in a couple days. You know, mm-hmm. we got the college football playoff coming up on Saturday. We've got a few other games from uh, you know, the, this week that we'll be talking about. We had five games in the span of uh, less than 48 hours uh, go down between Monday, Tuesday. We've had another game finish up since then. So we've got six games to uh, kind of go over and recap on our scoreboard, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, I mean, there's one game going on right now. There's a lot of games that will be being played over the next couple of days
1: that we'll talk about. It's a great Maybe time not, for bull season.
0: Absolutely. We're not necessarily going to give them all in-depth breakdowns, but we will at least mention them and, and kind of give some quick picks. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll spend more time, as we typically do, talking about the more marquee matchups, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cam, uh, I don't want to get into the scoreboard before, uh, Tyler gets back, but what, uh, what's kind of stuck out to you with what we've seen, uh, the past couple days in bowl season,
1: um, anything that
0: you've noticed is like a common trend.
1: We, we've seen a few blowouts, but we've also seen games where, uh, where, it feels like one team has definitely controlled the game because mm. like I look back on all the games that have been have that have gone on this um these past few days and really none of them have felt super close
0: yeah at least I in mean, my opinion there, there's been a few that have been close and we'll talk about mm. them more in in just a moment uh but I think the thing that I've taken away kind of is that, um, you know, it, it's been one of those that the teams that have been doing well and, and uh, you know, converting, when especially in the red zone, obviously, you know, you, you think that this would happen more often than not, but the teams that are moving the ball down the field don't necessarily always convert in the red zone, and that's where you get these bowl upsets that start to happen if you can't punch in, you know, touchdowns and you have to sell for field goals that can doom you come the end of the game and so that's been a kind of a, a commonality that we've noticed here so far um you know we'll, we'll talk more in depth about like the the other bowl games yeah. and everything like that uh at the end of the season and kind of like just go over bowl season as a whole but um uh, we're gonna you know we're gonna go ahead and get started here in just a sec when tyler gets back uh talking about the um some of the games going on Uh, the game going on right now that we're not going to be able to do a full breakdown of until Sunday is the Liberty bowl. And Arkansas has already jumped out as Tyler mentioned just a minute ago, 24 to seven over Kansas and and just so far. Yeah. Getting turnovers capitalizing when they've got the football. And, you know, I mean, we, we talked about, you know, preseason, what we thought of Arkansas and Kansas, and nobody expected when uh, you know when the season started that these two would be matched up in a bowl game against each other. So you got to give credit to Kansas for being in this spot. You got to give credit mm-hmm. to Arkansas. Especially for... not
1: one like the Liberty Bowl. Oh yeah, where yeah. where it's definitely not New Year's Six, but it's it's, it's still, very
0: prestigious even still.
1: It's still got a ring pun intended. <laughs> Oh,
0: I can't deal with you doing that. Um, but, you know, it, it, this Arkansas team went fully healthy. We expected, you know, to be an yeah. 8-9, possibly 10-win team. And then they got riddled with injuries and everything like that.
3: We'll talk more about this game. Yeah. Kansas,
1: yeah Kansas was a surprise, though, this year. Yeah. Like, it's cool to see them here 6-6 six and six, in a bowl game. Um. And beat some of the teams that they have this year, but overall, definitely, definitely going to be intriguing to see what happens going forward. I really like where Leipold has them, and yeah,
0: yeah. So again, that is a twenty-four-seven lead for Arkansas early second quarter in that game. Uh, let's go ahead and get to our scoreboard. We'll we'll let uh, Tyler pop back in when he uh is able to and we'll we'll talk about these games but new mexico state and bowling green in the quick lane bowl and new mexico state sure enough jerry kill gets his first uh bowl victory with the aggies and was it his first ever bowl victory cam is that what i remember hearing on the monday so
1: i thought let me pull that up and double check
0: Either way, New Mexico State, for, for whatever reason, they have had a whole lot of success in bowl games. You see they're undefeated in bowl games all time with a 4-0-1 record.
1: They may have only made five, but damn it. They they
0: never lost. Yeah. yeah,
1: It's true. Jerry Kill is 1-5 in, in bowl games. So,
0: oh. give credit to uh, Kill and, and his mm-hmm. squad for for winning this bowl game. Um, Pavia looked fantastic, uh, continually making plays, especially when Bowling Green got him into third down and long situations. And for Bowling Green, they just didn't get enough offense and, and get enough stops defensively um, to to be able to win this game. They were down, I think, like twenty four to seven at one point, and they even they just you know kind of got back where. They could have a shot, but they never got the ball back after they got within five.
1: Yeah, and not just that, I mean we saw we saw New Mexico State, especially defensively, really control this game. Like mm-hmm. I I'm trying to think of teams that I've seen turn around this quickly from where where they were and I New Mexico state has definitely surprised me. Like I am from about 45 minutes away from Las Cruces and El Paso. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a few NMSU games and every one of them NMSU was never in it. And yeah. so it's, it's nice to see a different result, I guess from New Mexico state than that um but kudos to them they came out swinging and right out of the gate like first drive i want to say they forced a turnover as well and that's really when they took over
0: yeah i mean this is a team game that was one and five at one point this season um and then you know they get a win over in-state rival new mexico their game against san jose state gets canceled and that seems to give them new life. They get a, a win over Lamar, which FCS opponent. Um, they respond. Their only other loss after they started one and five was to Missouri, an SEC opponent, which you expect
1: because they're even then they were that they, score was more competitive. The score yeah. looks worse on paper than that game was if you watch yeah. highlights of it. Yeah,
0: but really, just when they came out and dominated Liberty um you know after th- that point they had gotten the win over UMass and uh, Lamar after that New Mexico State game uh what really kind of you said hey this team might be uh doing something was when they came out and just thumped Liberty uh 49-14 at Liberty and this was a Liberty team that had just beaten Arkansas the week before if i'm not mistaken um so or you know they had beaten them earlier in the month of November Um, Mm -hmm. And then they get the waiver from the NCAA. They were going to play a a bowl game regardless, but they get that sixth win over another FCS opponent in Valparaiso. Um, And then they come into Detroit and they get to uh, play in a a bowl game and and they get to win a bowl game yet again. And so give credit where credit's due. Uh, We've got not one but two Aggie teams to uh, talk
1: about. Also, New Mexico State has been hitting the portal hard Mm -hmm. and they've done a really nice job there. Like, definitely not top 25 worthy, but definitely worthy of a shout out to them there in Las Cruces. Um, and much kudos to that coaching staff there for bringing in a lot of life to what a lot of people thought of as, as quite frankly a dead program. So, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. kills done a fantastic job, and I'm excited to see where New Mexico State ends up. Uh, we've got, you know, another Aggie team to talk about yeah. here in this bowl recap, but. I'm wondering what I haven't seen a- Texas A&M uh, on the, any of these slides yet. Do you know happen to know what time their uh, bowl game is going to be, Cam?
1: I don't think it exists. Ooh, okay,
0: well, maybe Just we should Maybe we shouldn't, you know, beat a dead soldier. Uh, no, I, I, that's a Mike Leach reference. A pirate can beat a soldier. Uh, we shouldn't beat a dead horse, though, and to continue to make jokes
1: about Texas I now. mean, they are an ag school, anyways. That's, yeah.
0: Uh, one and six for Bowling Green in bowl games since 2005. They've just not, had. Not good. No. No. And this felt like it could have been easily been a, a winnable game for the Falcons, but not the case for Bowling Green. Now, this one's a pretty good game. This was a, a back and forth kind of game. Um, you you kind of if you were watching this Camellia Bowl on Tuesday morning, um, one thing that stood out to me was you know red zone opportunities. This was a, a Buffalo team that converted two both of its first half red zone opportunities into touchdowns. While Georgia Southern, yeah they had a, a play that looked like it was going to go to the house, but the turf monster got the running back. They had to settle for a field goal, uh, and then they get another drive into the red zone that they have settle for a field goal. And you know, turning one of those into a touchdown, maybe they win this game. That was not the case. Buffalo kicks three second half field goals. Georgia Southern gets a touchdown, but they couldn't get a stop. And the Bulls get the victory. Their third straight bowl win after they had started 0-3 in bowl games in program history. And Buffalo wins back-to-back Camellia Bulls. Uh, they were in it in 2020, and then they um they win it this year as well. So they they are the uh, second team to win back-to-back appearances they were not in it last year obviously but i don't think they were in a bowl game last year cam they were this is 2019 2020 and 2022 as opposed to 2021 and 22 um yeah what what you think of Kyle Van he had a he had a pretty good day with throwing the ball avoided the turnovers which we talked about them needing to do but even still, with with you know him having a good day through the air, Georgia Southern offense was just not able to move the ball downfield like they have t- at times this year.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Like, definitely something in that offense definitely looked a little bit off. I will say this: Kyle Van played very impressive. He always put the ball where it was supposed to. Like, yes, he has the one turnover. However, he in this game, at least, he looked fantastic. Um, he put the ball where he was supposed to. He made the he made the correct decisions. Even like you could tell that he was progressing through the route tree, rather than being like a lot of quarterbacks where it's like one or two reads and oh crap, what do I do now? Um, he was very decisive as well. Um, just kudos to Buffalo. Like like you had said, they they executed in the red zone, whereas Georgia Southern did not. They at times, anyways, Buffalo was ready. They I feel like they were the better coach team, not a slight at Clay Helton. Very impressive job there at Georgia Southern with what he was able to do.
0: Especially in year one given mm-hmm. what they
1: were kind of expected preseason to do
3: mm-hmm. and,
0: and how they were built to be a triple option team and you know Clay Helton's like, No, no, none of that.
1: Fix your crap, son.
0: Well, I mean that you, yeah. you talk about how good of an offensive line they have to be a, a pass first team, but the, the offensive line was built to you know be a triple option uh blocking team. So Yeah,
2: um, love just piss your right off. You Sorry, couldn't, I couldn't find it. No, I couldn't find it. That's bullshit, in the ha- dude. I wow. don't know where I put it. I, I dug through my entire closet. Like it literally took me a hot minute to get that shit figured out.
0: But. Well, I mean, you missed. Hopefully, you know, you'll have it for Sunday. ten minutes or something. I like didn't that. miss.
2: I
3: didn't miss nothing.
0: No, I know. You just weren't here for ten minutes. Uh, what'd you think of uh, Cole Snyder and this uh, Buffalo offense, Tyler?
2: They're solid. I just think that this game was just was just weird and, and all all around. It's funny you talk about Buffalo winning back to back bowl games. This is what I want to talk about. back to back camellia bowls for that matter. Uh well if you go back to that 2019 20, 2020 20, camellia bowl um, Kyle Van was a quarterback for Buffalo.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now he was on the other side still holding the loss but not a bad game from Van Uh Snyder was was very very good was consistent capable of getting the ball where it needed to be. Um, the second half kind of slowed down a little bit for him. But all in all, that was a uh, a damn good performance. And Buffalo gets the win. I, I'm kind of upset. I, I changed my pick from Buffalo to Georgia Southern the night of – or uh, on Sunday night and, and didn't think twice about it until we got in the game. And I was like, man, that kind of kind of backfired. But nonetheless, this is still a, a great, great win for Buffalo. And my apologies for doubting.
0: Yeah. Ahmed really put the game away on the ground when they had to have it for Buffalo. Uh, that stat down there at the bottom, I thought was really interesting. Calvin uh, Ventrice, the second quarterback to appear in the same bowl game, but with two different teams while he's still in college. Uh, the only other one was Jalen Hurts, who obviously yep. was in the peach bowl with Alabama and then in the um, peach bowl with Oklahoma and um, both Both quarterbacks won the first time and then lost the second game. Yeah. Uh, That's just mind-boggling. And I don't know if we'll see that again for a while. Uh, But, you know, the the way the portal is, who knows?
2: Yeah, it'll be very interesting to find out for certain.
0: Did you want to say anything about the quick lane bowl?
2: Good job, New Mexico State. (laughs) No, I mean, this 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 was a terrible game, honestly. I mean, it was just... It was it was very sloppy, and I know that it doesn't look like there weren't many turnovers, but it was just very, very weird styles on both sides. I mean, New Mexico State was fortunate they a were able to get, do what they needed to do. Um, but this this was just a very quiet game, and and one that I I don't have a whole lot to say honestly about it.
0: Fine, fine, fine.
2: I know okay. Cam doesn't have much to say about this one, so we'll just. Hey, look! This is exactly what you expected Memphis to do. When when we talked about this game, Memphis was supposed to come out here and and win and win big. Utah State was just did not have it at all. Uh, Cooper Lega got hurt in this game, anyways. Yeah, which brought in Davenport. He hit every
1: other play, so I mean, yeah. I mean, it was sense. only
2: it really was only a matter of time, unfortunately. Um, this is an interesting set. Fifth season under five hundred since 2015. I'm pretty sure they were over five hundred every year from 2010 to 2015. Yes. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. minus the 2010 season itself, mm-hmm. but I don't believe so. Uh, mm-hmm. This was just a hell of a run for, for Utah State in the early 2010s, and, and since then it's kind of been on a downward spiral. Nobody's really been able to make things happen for them. So I'm curious to see if Blake Anderson is going to be the guy. Or are they going to look somewhere else? I don't know. Not my place to say. Cam, you'd probably know more about it than anything. But good for Memphis. I mean, they uh, they had five I, I, straight bowl losses, and, and one of those in a New Year's Six against Penn State, the Cotton Bowl, mm-hmm. which was an all-time classic yeah. Cotton Bowl game. Exciting game. They've had some really good quarterbacks. Seth Hennigan is, in my opinion, the best quarterback they've had over the, this last handful of years. Um, Maybe unless you go back far enough, maybe you get Paxton Lynch. Maybe you could put him up there. On that list but i don't think paxton lynch was much better than seth hennigan he was just kind of expected to be there um yeah
3: mm-hmm.
2: is a difference this is just a great a great game for memphis they came out ready to go played the better game and they get they get the win so
0: this is what i was kind of intrigued by you know this was early on both the defenses were, were keeping themselves in this game utah state was able to keep themselves hanging around it early in that first half uh, because of their defense, and then once and again, kind of got settled in and and figured out what they were wanting to do. He was just tearing them apart, and and you know, it's kind of what we expected. Once once uh, once Memphis found the groove, it was it was going to be a long, long day for Utah State. And that that stat about you know under 500. I mean, I think two or three of those Cam, You can tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, two or three of those were. Only six and
1: seven with bowl losses. It's not like it's like yeah, you know, three yeah. and nine
0: or four and eight every there, there time. was one
1: year of three and nine in that stretch, mm-hmm. but but other than that it's been six and seven. Like we've been consistently making bowl games. Yeah. Really for the first time in our program's history.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um
1: but I wanna forget this game. I, I
0: can understand that I think that uh, I think Kansas is in the same situation right now yeah, where, the, what's going on I know one game that we won't be talking about Sunday
2: <laughs> we will not be yeah. talking much about this we may get a score and that was about
0: yeah
2: it. ECU comes out and and this game went exactly as expected in my mind um, I was kind of expecting uh, Grace McCall to play the full game actually to be Completely honest, I wasn't expecting him to play at all. Uh, yeah, well, when we, yeah, when we
0: previewed this, we didn't preview. We weren't play. expecting him to play
2: at all. We but once I found out he was playing, this is the way I expected this game was going to go. I thought ECU was going to pull away. They were going to be up a couple scores for the majority of the game, and, and kind of just kind of just have full control. And that, that's what we saw. Um, they, there was a time where they were down at like fourteen to ten, mm-hmm. and, from Early on, and, and from there on, and from there on, Holton and and this this offense was just. Plugging away, fire making things happen. Uh, this was years. eight wins is the most I've had in the season since twenty fourteen. You got to look at this game and and a, really the last little bit of the season and wonder what could have been because mm-hmm. this team was very capable of being a ten win team and they, yeah. they they failed unfortunately, but they were very capable. Um, and, and you see for Coastal, they they close out on a three game losing streak, and that's their first one since twenty nineteen. That's just insane. I bid farewell to Grayson McCall. They already bid farewell to Jamie Chadwell, which kind of was why I wasn't riding the coastal wave here. Yeah. And it it showed even further. So a a good win for ECU.
0: Holden Aylers with a Birmingham Bowl record. Five touchdowns through the year. He also had one on the ground. So six total touchdowns. Nobody had ever done that before uh, in Birmingham Bowl history. Obviously, it's still relatively new. I think this was like year eight or year nine of it. Um, so that, that could change, but Ayler seemingly was, you know, on a dime with a lot of his throws. The the first one was off on the free play with the offside. He put balls in, you know, positions where only his receivers could go and get them all night long. It felt like, and just, you know, seemed to light up the, the coastal Carolina defense. Um, I was very impressed. That's kind of what I expected, uh, when coastal went ahead 14, 10, because, you know, like we said, we didn't expect Grayson McCall to play. I said, well, this one's going to be uh, this one's going to be pretty tight. I, I think whoever, you know, whichever defense kind of steps up, the the rest of the way is, is going to be able to get it done. And ACU did, but aided by Grayson McCall leaving the game with uh, an injury and then not returning. Um, you wonder what could have been, but the fact that he even played most of the first half to begin with credits how much he loves, you know, coastal and, and that environment
1: yeah I, I I was about to say like props to him in this world of transfer portal and everything else yeah that goes on within the world of college football. He did not quit on the season and I gotta give McCall huge props for that and definitely I already liked him a lot as a player. I mean he beat he helped beat BYU always a great thing. Um, but not just that, he, he's always been such an emotional leader of this team, like kudos to him. Um, definitely not the way he wanted to go out and finish out his coastal Carolina career. Um, yeah. as ECU did control after the 1410 game, um, they, coastal definitely came out fired up there was a lot of chippiness there in the early part of the game it surprised me like especially with coastal where they had been such a rigid disciplined team throughout chadwell's career there like it surprised me that all of a sudden just out of nowhere this happened um but kudos to the pirates they were ready coastal was not and they controlled after that point
2: it's one of these teams yeah Yeah, it's it's one of these teams don't play more um Mm -hmm. in general because they're they're only four hours apart i'm an hour from uh greenville and about two and a half three hours from uh conway Mm -hmm. which makes it a four-hour drive (laughs) uh really between the two the way you'd have to go Mm -hmm. uh, down down seventeen. I just I wish these two teams would play more often. Uh, I think this could be a really cool rivalry if they actually build up as such. Yeah. Uh, But uh, until then, I will take this bowl game. This was a this is a great game and and phenomenal one to maybe kick something off if they they decide to. Yeah, I'd be here for that. In the wee hours of night last night, Chase Wolf led Wisconsin. Really, Braylon Allen led Wisconsin Mm -hmm. to a win over Oklahoma State. this was this was, kind of really ugly. Wisconsin's game the whole way through. It, yeah. it, like you just said, ugly. But they get it done. It was a really confusing sideline for Wisconsin. Didn't really know who was actually coaching the game because Luke Fickle was on the sideline. Uh, Jim Leonard was on the sideline. I mean, it was just such a weird deal. Um, I didn't watch hardly any of this game. I fell asleep pretty, pretty quick into it. But Wisconsin able to win, uh, pull out. A seven and six season, and and for a down year, seven and six is not bad. Um, maybe Wisconsin, and, and you kind of gotta get to look forward a little bit to the next season with Chase Wolf. Maybe uh, I know they're they're bringing in a couple guys in the transfer portal as well. DK should be coming back along with Braylon Allen. Wisconsin's in a really good spot. Wisconsin is primed for a Big Ten West run next year, and that is my early prediction: that Wisconsin will come out of the West for the final time. Um, and then it comes down to what's next. Oklahoma State, on the other hand, this is kind of where they're going to start falling falling a little bit, I think. I think they're going to have a couple down years before they really get back up to being a 9-10 win team. They just need to get some more experience, and this game showed why. I mean, Rangel was good, just not good enough, and there were a lot of other issues here as well, along with some of the transfers they have going out compared to what's coming in. Oklahoma State's kind of in for a rough patch here over the next year or two, from everything I've seen. So this is this is not a good way to go into the the recruiting cycle and uh, into twenty twenty
0: three. No, and and for everybody that was kind of like, how did Oklahoma State fall off so much? You really kind of saw it in this game. If you didn't watch anything beyond their game against uh, Kansas State, uh, this is an Oklahoma State team that was, you know, just. Mercil- mercilessly attacked with injuries. Um, not only did Spencer Sanders go down, Wrangle, the quarterback that played last night, went down with an injury, and he missed quite a bit of game action late in the season. And Gunnar was to wasn't too much better.
1: It, it was to the point where we had no clue who was going to play quarterback.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for Oklahoma State, you're talking about that 84-yard touchdown early in the first half. Uh, being really the only signs of life they had until early in the fourth quarter. And even then, you know, the fourth and goal at the one-yard line and your Wrangles barely able to avoid getting sacked, his knee just above the grass and, you know, tosses it like a, a, a javelin pitch or something uh, to a receiver for a touchdown. It just – it was a, a game dominated on the ground by Wisconsin – the, the turf seemed to be affecting both teams, but significantly more so Oklahoma State. Uh, there was a couple times where Wrangle, you know, rolled out, was going to chuck it deep, and then fell down on his keister because of the turf. The, the turf getting, you know, caught up in, in the, the uh, cleats and everything like that. They didn't have the, a good way of... of Are you talking you
2: know, shit on Cam's beloved Chase Field?
0: No, I'm not trying to talk shit on his beloved Chase Field. I'm. I'm just pointing out I'm that that's what happened.
2: Respect the Chase Field.
0: I respect yeah. the Chase Field. I'm just pointing out that the field conditions the did, did did affect, uh, you know, did affect these teams. Wisconsin was able to do what they wanted mm-hmm. to on the ground. Their defense, you know, for the most part, was able to keep Oklahoma State's offensive checks and poor tackling on that long touchdown pass. Uh, that was basically just a screen pass that Johnson did the rest on, and you know. I was impressed with what I saw from Wolf the first time that, you know, as soon as the Birmingham Bowl game ended and they got back to this game, the first throw that Wolf made uh, in front of everybody that had finished watching the Birmingham Bowl was his only interception. It was just kind of like a noodle arm throw. But after that, he was sharp. He had this, like, sidearm motion. I I was impressed with what I saw from him. It was was a a
2: Bernie Kosar style style look is what I've noticed from him, just kind
0: of a weird angle. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying he
2: plays like, but the arm angle is, yeah. is reminiscent.
0: Yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. And and so
1: it's definitely not a traditional throwing mission, motion. Yeah.
0: And and so we'll see what Wisconsin's able to do, but this should be good momentum going forward. And and I'm, I think they're going to be just fine in the Big Ten West, especially if they can keep Jim Leonard.
1: Um, as far as my thoughts on this game. I too was not able to watch a lot of it. I have to get up early for work, unfortunately. But from what I did saw, from what I did see, um, Wisconsin kind of controlled it. Um,
2: um, and what he did, seesaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> done I done saw see. Done seen seesaw. Yeah,
0: he he keeps speaking like that. We're gonna ship him over to the show. He hall that's, that may right. be a too old of a joke for, for Tyler. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, definitely got me lost on that one, my yeah. friend.
1: <laughs> Kudos to the Wisconsin offense for looking actually pretty good. I liked what I saw from Wolf as well. Um, Allen looked very impressive on the ground. Um, and – I don't know what's up with Oklahoma State. We saw, we we had seen this kind of this program kind of become a consistent eight nine win team, and I guess they're just not necessarily able to keep up in the world of NIL and whatnot, and it's really starting to affect them. Um, I hope that they're able to get something figured out. Gundy's one of the funnest characters in college football right now, and so it's nice whenever the Cowboys are clicking because you get to hear more sound bites from them. But I mean, kudos.
2: To yeah, he's a he's an idiot. Right I mean, I his his fucking temper tantrum in the uh, in the press room last night was pathetic. I mean, come on, dude! Uh, trying to trying to have some that. guy kicked out of the press. Conference room for asking a question. I don't even. I didn't really, see that either. I didn't. I couldn't. In the clip I saw, I couldn't fully hear what the question was, but he just he went fucking nuts it. over I'll it. It's kind of just I uh, I don't know. It if we if we find it, we'll, it mm-hmm. we'll
0: play it on Sunday.
2: Play on Sunday. We'll put it on Twitter with, uh, yeah. with hashtag bitch made on it. Um,
0: <laughs> also, Ches Malusi looked pretty good. Uh, Wisconsin backup running back. Also ran for you know yeah. pretty good chunk had a 51 yard rush and then kind of just you know he was above five yards a carry at one point he ended up just below five yards a carry but yards. Wisconsin yeah. ran for for like 200 almost 250 yards
2: in credit Chess Malusi, too for sticking around at Wisconsin after being overtaken by Braylon Allen and even mm-hmm. last year Jalen Berger was the guy who really mm-hmm. stepped up over him then uh, this was just a uh, this is just a good effort it's for like, Wisconsin. Okay. It's, it's what you like to see it gives you a lot of uh gives you a lot of hope a game that happened earlier this morning uh Duke and you well earlier this afternoon uh, Duke and UCF uh, 30 to 13 ass whooping that Duke laid on him and I told you guys yesterday Riley Leonard is going to play a game that's going to put the country on notice and he did 19 and 28 173 10 carries 63 yards two touchdowns Did everything you needed him to do. It was nothing spectacular. It was not something that, you know, you're going to look into next year and and say Heisman worthy, like I thought initially. Yeah. But this was still a good game. This was a consistent game. Really good. And, and, you know, sometimes you just need something like that once in a while. I think this is really good for Duke. Mike Elko might be the best hire uh, of the season. I mean, the, the way he was able to make things work for for the squad this season. Um, this is our fourth straight bowl game dating back to 2015. And again, next year, Duke may be in some contention to maybe give UNC a run for their money in the Coastal or give give a run for the money for second because I think they're cutting out divisions next year. They
3: are. Yep. So
2: um, even better, even better for the, for the Blue Devils. As for UCF, this is a very rough way to get ready to go into your uh, – Big twelve. Your tenure in the Big Twelve. This was just a, a rough game, honestly. John Reese Plumley looked bad. Isaiah Bowser looked bad. There were a couple moments where Bowser had decent runs, but it just felt mm-hmm. like it just felt like they were overpowered by Duke's front seven. And yeah. I know that's not going to be the case in every single game in the Big Twelve. Uh it, it's it's I think we've shit on the ACC a lot, but I think some of their middle like middle to upper Mid-tier, tier teams yeah. are, are actually pretty good. I mean, we talk about Wake Forest. Yeah. We talk about Duke. We can Florida go and State. talk about NC State when they were fully healthy. I don't think they'll mm-hmm. be the same next year, but they'll be all right. Florida State mm-hmm. is, up, is top, top, higher tier. Yeah. You know, th- there were some teams that were bad, too. I mean, Miami was terrible considering the expectation. Yeah. Um, And so it this is interesting for, for UCF and, and what they'll be able to do going into the Big 12. I think they'll be okay. They're gonna have some some success, but I don't foresee them being much better than six and six right now. Uh looking at them going into next year, it's much like Cincinnati. Cincinnati, I don't even think is gonna to get to a bowl game next season. Um based off of what they're gonna have next year. I don't I don't foresee a bowl game for them. Yeah, so it's gonna be very interesting. There are,
3: right
2: there are a lot of question marks surrounding these new Big 12 teams. I mean, there's one team that I can consistently say may get seven or eight wins. And it's not either of the two I've talked about. So no. we'll see what happens. Uh, good Definitely win for Duke. Great win for Duke. They get a nine-win season. I think this is their first one since 2018.
0: 2014.
2: Oh, 2014. I have to go no. way back then. Yeah. Uh, I, they, were all, they were in the ACC championship against Jameis Winston. They got their ass whooped in that game, unfortunately. But yeah, they, they were in that game.
0: I went. I went. I thought about using that stat. I ended up going with this stat. I liked it a little bit better that they won four straight bowl games going all the way back to twenty. More positive yeah. there. Yeah.
2: Well, no, it um, is. It is. And this is. This is just a good spot for for Blue Devil football. I mean, I, I yeah. obviously I have talked about it at odds since we've started here. As I've lived in in the Carolinas, I've wow. I've really loved watching the Carolina football teams grow and kind of prosper at times. Yeah. Um it it's it's really cool to see how how good they've all become. It's not like it's just one or the other. I mean NC State was really good last year and should have been much better this year without the Devin Leary injury. Duke yeah. has turned things around almost one eighty um in just one season. Wake mm-hmm. Forest, phenomenal what is KJ Jefferson doing
0: Golly, that was an amazing hit. play. Yeah,
2: that's going to be flagged. Yeah, there is a flag. Cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Duke getting good. Wake Forest getting good. App State has kind of fallen off. Bittersweet situation for me there. <laughs> but it, <laughs> UNC has become, you know, kind of the face of the Carolinas right now, especially North Carolina with the year they had this year and what they've kind of got going for next year. South Carolina is is slowly building even though the transfer portal has really hit them hard. South Carolina is building Clemson is is still up towards the top and they're still a really talented team they just need a little bit more. I mean it, it's been cool to watch what the Carolina schools have been able to do and and watching ACC football a lot more I mean this is Duke is going to be really good next year and they're going to approach this 910 win mark once again and I would not be surprised if they if they break through. And maybe, maybe find themselves on the outside looking in for a New Year Six spot.
0: Um, you know it's 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 phenomenal what you've seen. Uh, North Carolina, the state of North Carolina, now three and zero in their games with a couple more remaining.
3: Uh,
2: they're going to be three and one after tonight. But yes, yeah. I was just, I mean, oh yeah, ECU too. ECU's yeah. been great since I've been here too. Yeah. I, I keep. I almost didn't mention them.
0: Yeah, that's who I was including in the three zero mark.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, I I'm right there with you. Duke's defense as we expected with Elko looked phenomenal and, and really keeping Reese Plumley and, and UCF. The only reason they were able to get, you know, most of their points was because of a couple of trick plays, which I mean there's their one, why they're called trick plays.
2: Their touchdown drive, uh well their one of their, In the their second, first touchdown one. drive, their initial touchdown drive, they went fifteen plays and it was I think they ran the ball almost
0: all of them, 12 yeah.
2: of them. I mean 12 or Something
3: 13 like of them. Yeah.
2: It was it was an impressive possession, but they didn't do that anywhere. They, they got away from it after it like stopped working. And you can see Bowser only had eleven carries. I, I would have liked to have seen those numbers hit fifteen to twenty to really think they had a chance and, and they just didn't. I mean
3: yeah
2: Womley wasn't able to do anything, so yeah. Interesting. A- interesting game all around on this one. Yeah. Yeah, and um
1: kudos to Duke. Very impressive year from them this year. Um, excited to see what happens there going forward with Elko as well. Um, really excited to see the state of Tobacco Road there with all with all the teams.
2: I know what you said. Just continue. Yeah. Continue
1: please. with with all four of those Carol- North Carolina schools really starting to click. Um. Well, I there's six if you include App State and yeah. ECU, but I, I'm just you saying went with like just the, the four, ACC yeah. four, the main big four there yeah. that people think of.
0: The basketball um, schools, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Traditionally, yes. Um, then there's Wake. Um, anyways. Oof.
0: Tim Duncan would like a word.
1: Wait, I think, Wake. I consider, Wake like a baseball
3: school more than anything. Yeah, more. I was yeah. going to say
1: baseball. But either way, sports out, non-traditional football schools. Um, yeah. Very, very fun to see um, and exciting going forward. They're all recruiting well so far this year. And so will be fun. And UCF looked good throughout the year, Um and even at times the in this game, they looked really good, especially running the ball. Um, but once you're hundred percent right once they once that dried up, they really were inconsistent. Um I do like what Malzahn is building though. he's got he's got them headed in the right direction though for sure, and it'll be fun to see. Them going into the Big Twelve, where I think their offense suits Big Twelve play, so it'll be
2: fun to see. All right, All right. that ends our recaps. Now, if we want to transfer talk portal,
3: about
2: anything. Sam Sam Hartman is in the transfer portal. We talked about that on Sunday. Official now he is in the portal. Um there's really no other movement. I went through the transfer portal before we started and not a lot of movement right now. So we're kind of just waiting to see where people end up. Uh, We haven't really heard many things about quarterbacks and where they're going yet. So as a, for now, just gonna, just gonna tone it back. I'm going to dial it back. We're not going to focus too much, but I am going to bring something up and that is Ed Reed to Bethune Cookman. Now, Mm -hmm. I put a little bit of a, uh, you know, I got my conspiracy theories going last night. You get that
0: aluminum foil hat on?
2: Oh, it was it was on right away. And here's what I think is going to happen. Ed Reed, if he succeeds the way Coach Prime did, Ed Reed's going to move up and he's going to go straight to Power 5. And where is he going to go? Where is a school that was extremely underwhelming this season compared to expectations? Where is a school that he went to college?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Where's a a school that's got a coach
2: that may not be on the hot seat yet, but in two to three years Mm -hmm. may be on the hot seat? That's Utah. That's Miami. Yeah, you're wrong, by the way, BJ. But, yeah, it is. is, And it is. It is Miami. I think that that Ed Reed is setting up to either become the head coach at Miami or he's going to flop. I mean, we talked about the same thing probably Mm -hmm. a couple years ago with Coach Prime. We're going to talk about this same thing in a couple of years, I think. We're going to either determine whether Ed Reed was the right move or not. Mm-hmm. I think it will have been the right move. And I think that, at least for Bethune-Cookman, he'll have been the right move. He's going to be another one of those guys who's popular. He's going to bring in that kind of – his name alone is going to bring in some recruits. And yeah, it's absolutely. It's a matter of are, is Bethune-Cookman going to be the team that comes out of the Miac
3: over the next couple of years. Uh, we haven't really seen that. Uh, we've seen kind of the NT Central for the most part, and NT and T. Will we see somebody else start picking something up? I don't know. I'm just saying that that is my personal thought process right now. I, I am going to assume that this is setting up in the South Beach area already for him to move straight over to Miami.
0: Yeah, I could absolutely see that happening. Um, you know, it, it's the thing about it is is that what does miami have to offer these days you know there's not they they're not anywhere close to where they were just 20, 20. years ago when yeah well besides right. me that's what i'm saying that's... you know they they got the they got the national championships but not in 20 years you know they're no longer where they were at that point you know in in it's not in the early the same 2000s. program no it's it's not and it, it's not You know, the Catholics, convicts, nobody cares about that anymore. When they played a few years ago, it was a total ass-whooping for Notre Dame, but that didn't seem to do anything, you know, building going forward the past couple years. Notre Dame has actually been better than than Miami the past couple years since that game. Um, Unfortunately. You you know, so you're, you're finding more and more Miami has fallen back to where they were before that run in the late 80s where they were winning all those national championships. If they want somebody to, to come in there and turn it around, if, if it's not going to end up being Mario Cristobal, because, you know, Lord knows they've, they've gone through so many thinking, this is our guy, Mark Rick was our guy, you know, now Mark it's, Rick it's, should
2: have been their guy. The yeah. fact that he wasn't was an absolute travesty. Yes, and absolutely. Trying to go get the Eric King was the worst yeah. thing he could have done for his entire tenure.
3: Yeah. And, uh, that was yeah. miserable. That was a yeah. shit.
2: But yeah. and now Mario Cristobal is in the same boat. He's going to be
3: mm-hmm.
2: pretty well I don't Manny Diaz. I don't even want to talk about Manny Diaz. That that time was just terrible too. Yeah, Miami's in need of somebody who can who can recruit along with the money they're already putting into their program. And you know they're putting a lot in. We've seen their yeah. recruiting stats. We've seen the transfer portal. They're yeah. putting money into this. I guarantee it. It's going to be a matter of time before they do start becoming a top ten to fifteen team. But it relies on coaching. And if Mm -hmm. Mario Cristobal is not able to get it done, because remember, I mean, I I even forgot about it, and I forget about it occasionally. Mario Cristobal was not the guy that led Oregon to the playoffs. It was Mark Helfrich. Mario Cristobal has not had any kind of success at Oregon, really related Mm -hmm. to what people think he had. And now he's in Miami, and and one underwhelming season already with Tyler Van Dyke, Mm -hmm. who was supposed to be the best quarterback in the conference on everybody's list. And now you're just sitting here wondering what the hell happened. They are in some trouble. And I think that this was either one set up by Miami university. They're kind of partially funding this or working this schedule around Mm -hmm. this, uh, this movement around for Ed Reed or Bethune Cookman is getting him because he already lives in the Miami area was working. I, I think a close correlation with the U anyways, and at some point, if he has that kind of success, he's already in the Miami area. You can just move. You can literally move over. And if you're bringing the kind of recruits that were going to Jackson State to begin with uh, that Coach Prime was getting, you can definitely bring them to Miami. They're already in fucking Miami. Who yeah. wouldn't want to go play ACC football?
0: In South Beach, yeah.
2: Yeah, and then, uh, you know.
0: At Hard Rock.
2: At, at some bullshit stadium that's not in your on your campus. Um, yeah. That's your next move, your Miami. Put your fucking stadium on there, on your campus. There's one stadium that does not belong on a campus, and that's the Rose Bowl. And unfortunately, UCLA is not leaving the Rose Bowl because the Rose Bowl has to pay bills. So, but the Hard Rock Stadium, there is no excuse for Hard Rock Stadium to be where the, the Hurricanes play. There's none. Zero. Go back to Coral Gables. if that's Since that's where you're located to begin with, go back to Coral Gables. Build a stadium at Coral Gables and play football there. Yeah. This is not rocket science, and I don't know why it is. You want people to show up to your games. You want people that actually care. You want those students that go there currently to care. Yeah, that's how
3: you do it. You don't. You don't sell overpriced tickets at Hard Rock Stadium. Take that money and put it somewhere else. Come on. But, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I don't need to go into that rant. I can probably do that in the off season if I want to. Yeah. We pay that, that for Patreon content. <laughs> um, but anyways, along it, with you, the feet
0: you, picks segment.
2: Yeah, I mean, you get my point though. This is just uh, this is setting up to either be really good for for Miami U, or it's not. Uh, but it really depends on what it reads able to do. It has nothing to do with the university's current state.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, and it may be a gimmick, but it, they may have seen, you know, hey, this guy has had success at every level. He, you know, is a Super Bowl champion. There is there is a name brand recognition with Ed Reed like there is with Coach Prime. Uh, you know, obviously, Ed Reed is not nearly as, you know, out there on social media like, like Deion Sanders is, but that may be – you know, that may not be who he is. He may do it a different way, and it may still get the same kind of results. I think this could be a very good move for Bethune-Cookman. And even still, if, if it does result in a couple of years, we're talking about Ed Reed going to Miami, you know, I, I don't think I'd have a problem with that move either. You know, it'll no. be interesting to keep an eye on.
2: Uh, no, but I, I wouldn't I be it. surprised if, if this just sets up differently than Coach Prime. Coach Prime didn't go somewhere close to Tallahassee. He went to Jackson, yeah. Missouri, Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's going to Boulder, Colorado. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. If he can do that, imagine, just imagine, we go five years down the road, right? Imagine everything works out right The plan. Colorado hit the playoffs. Bethune-Cook wins the, uh, the, uh, the HBCU Celebration Bowl a couple years. Or, and or, even if they don't win the Celebration Bowl, get there, have seasons kind of similar, you know, similar records.
0: Twice appearance, they, yeah.
2: You pull Ed Reed up to Miami University. Coach Prime gets an offer from none other than Florida State.
0: <laughs> the, oh, the sunshine,
2: whatever that whatever that rivalry game is called, I don't remember uh, off the top of my head. Uh, that game becomes must see TV. Isn't it and it will be. The Seminole War
1: Canoe. Yeah
2: is it I don't know. I was going to say Sunshine Showdown and then I was like no, that's the other. That's that's that's, that's FSU. That's where Florida. that's
0: Billy Napier getting embarrassed year in year out. Um,
2: <laughs> that's what it's going to become. He'll, uh, he'll be he'll
0: be gone before this this imaginary scenario we're
1: talking about though. Yeah.
2: But just imagine I, that. That is must-see TV right there.
1: I will say this, the one difference between this and Coach Prime is we had seen Coach Prime coach high school. We haven't really seen Ed Reed coach much. Um, I just double-checked. He had one year of coaching with Buffalo, and then he did a little bit with Miami, but not much. He was considered the, quote-unquote, chief of staff. So he really didn't do a whole lot. Like... I do like Ed Reed. He's a hell of a safety. Um, I'm just a bit more skeptical with this because we have not seen him coach at any level.
2: Um, I mean, even, if you know the game, I think you'll it, be fine. That's, the, I, difference. Yeah, that's I, the difference when you're at that level. If you know the yeah, game well enough to coach it, solidly. Now, I'm not saying you won't get out coached sometimes, but that's where you yeah, learn and build those skills, yeah. right?
0: And yeah. and it also got
2: many times. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going
1: to add that I do think that he will definitely bring in a lot of people because he is he definitely is a fiery person, especially when on the on the football field, and you get the passion that he has for the game. Um and so I do think that he is able to at least recruit at a high level, which is, which is huge. Um, hopefully he's able to get the right staff into place though. And that's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's what
0: I was going to say is it also depends on who he brings in to his staff that can help with any kind of shortcomings he may have as a coaches. If he got, if he has people that he trusts around him and are, are helping to mm-hmm. kind of You know, encourage in the same way that he is, and and building up those that program. I think this would be a very solid move.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I don't see this not going well. I mean, Bethune Cookman's already in the the shitter when it comes to. to, There's nowhere to go but up. I mean, seriously, if you look at the Miak standings, I think they're towards the bottom. Um, Sounds right. So, in fact, I I can look at that. I think I'm pretty sure they had two wins this season, if I'm not mistaken. That's why they were two and nine. I'm pretty sure. You can go look at that. I'm not an FCS guy, but I guarantee you that was a record.
1: That sounds uh, right. Yep, two and nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, you really can't go much further. You can't go further down, really. I mean, you only goes yeah, up. No. I think they'll be fine. I, I, I'm excited to see what that turns into. That'll be a good story to watch. Let's get back into bowl games, though. We're going to start with the Alamo Bowl. That is tomorrow night, Thursday night, 9 p.m. This is the game of the non-New Year's Six bowl season. Texas-Washington, what a game this will be. Texas went 8-4. and They're going to come to play. They're going to come ready to go. Xavier Worthy's playing. Roshan Johnson's playing. Quinn Ewer's playing. The only difference, B. John Robinson not looking like he's going to be playing. Michael Penix, uh, Will Talia Papa. Um, this, is, this is going to be a fun, fun game to watch. High-flying, high-scoring, take the over. But give me Washington to go 11-2. and two. And Kalen DeVore's first season at Washington, who saw that coming?
0: Not me. I think I was the had the best record for was Washington say, out of the, the four of us.
1: BJ.
0: Yeah. And even then I was still I still had them down at eight and four. And then uh, not because I wanted them to not succeed or, or you know to do poorly. Just I you know didn't wanna necessarily go above and beyond because certainly some of my preseason projections have bit me in the ass. We we can we can talk all 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 January about some of our, our preseason predictions. That, oh,
2: and we will. Yeah,
0: and, gonna, and that that'll sure be sure we will. That'll be fun to look back on, I'm sure, for everybody but me. Um, no, with, with all that being said, the last time Washington was in the Alamo Bowl, you got to go back 11 years, they played a Heisman-winning Robert Griffin III and Baylor. That's still the record for the highest-scoring non-overtime bowl game in NCAA history, 67-56. Baylor won that game. Washington and Texas could could rival that. It will not be nearly that many points, but there will be some points being scored. And I think there'll be more scored by Washington. I think that the Huskies defense is going to be the difference maker. I think Washington will be able to do what they want to do it, you know, against Texas's defense and, and be able to put up some points, but not 67 to 56 kind of level. I'm going to take Washington to beat Texas though in the Alamo bowl.
1: Yeah, no, I am very excited about this game. Um, I'm expecting a lot of offense as well. Um, this game i've this game is another that i've been back and forth on i i think it's going to be very close would not surprise me if last team that has the ball wins the game like it's going to be a fun one um credit to both these coaches we've seen so much improvement so far in their 10 years i know starts in year two and and um just blanked on his name, Devore is in year one at Washington and both these and he's made a huge difference there in Seattle. Um, I'm going to go with Washington though. I think that they're able to get just enough stops to force Texas into having to make a play super late and Make a mistake. This Washington secondary has played well throughout the year, and I don't think this game is any different. Give me Washington.
0: Do you guys know who the Washington coach was the last time they went to the Alamo Bowl, by chance?
2: Steve Sarkeesian. It was Steve Sarkeesian.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. That's what I was about to say. It was right before.
0: Yeah, this will be Sark's second appearance because he wasn't Mm -hmm. their coach when they were in it in 2019 or 2020. Um Man, could be very interesting. Sark against one of his former teams.
2: On to Friday night, the Orange Bowl, the most orange Orange Bowl we'll ever see. Uh, Clemson and Tennessee, uh, both teams running a different quarterback than we've seen pretty much the majority of the season. They have similar numbers uh, in terms of pass attempts and everything like that. You see Joe Milton. Uh, 34 54 720 yards, seven touchdowns. Kid Club Nick 31 of 46, 377, and two touchdowns with the pick. Um, it's not
1: playing, I don't think.
2: No, he's not. Uh, Jalen Hyatt's mm-hmm. not playing. This is the first Orange Bowl appearance since Tennessee won their national championship back in 1998. Yeah. Um, with, uh, with Peyton, Peyton Manning, Manning, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dabo Sweeney is trying to pass Bobby Bowden for most bowl wins by a coach in ACC history. If he can get this one, that would be his 12th. This is going to be a very fun game to watch. I'm really excited actually to watch this because it, obviously it's a former Michigan quarterback and Joe Milton against the quarterback that I said was going to uh, become a star at some
3: point in this season. This is a very good opportunity for Kate Clubnick. I am taking Clemson because I am trusting Kate Clubnick more than Joe Milton in this game.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's that's a very smart play here. I, I think we we've you know, not even trying to make jokes or anything like that about Joe Milton with the ninety nine throw power, forty throw accuracy or whatever has been the the uh the detriment, the, the joke about him for the past couple of years. I, I do I loved what I saw out of Nick in that ACC championship. Game. I think that would that was the biggest reason why they were able to come back and get that victory over North Carolina because their offense was not moving the ball with DJ Uyunglele on the field in that game. And they have struggled at times with him on the field because he, he was just not able to hit the broad side of a barn at times. Um, I'm excited to see what this Clemson offense looks like going forward in the next year. I think that club is going to be, you know, the guy that's going to get it done. And when it's all said and done, Clemson is going to end up with the victory on Friday night in the Orange Bowl over the Volunteers. Sorry, Clay. Look away if you're watching this.
1: Yeah, no, I'm ex- I'm kind of expecting Clemson to kind of run away with this game. If I'm being entirely honest, Tennessee's looking missing a lot of that offensive firepower. That. Um, <laughs> and I trust I I too trust Club Nick more than I trust Milton, and. I feel like the X factor in this game is actually Will Shipley. He's had a very good year on the ground, and as long as he's able to do that again, I don't see any reason why Clemson doesn't kind of pull away f- from Tennessee. All due respect to Tennessee, I kudos for a hell of a year in a 10-win season, but you guys are missing a huge chunk of that offense in this game.
2: And so- Dude, I'm just I'm just telling you the charity work ESPN's doing around here is great. <laughs> We've got cousin Eddie in their booth, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Shooters full. Shooters full. All right. Alabama and Kansas State. This game I was really looking forward to, and I still am. I think Will Howard's gonna be really good in this game. I'm extremely excited for his his level of play in this game. Deuce Vaughn, Malik Knowles. This is going to be a fun, fun game. One last ride for this K-State team this season to try to get win number 11. Alabama, on the other hand, is looking for their first Sugar Bowl victory under Nick Saban. Now, they have lost their others. Uh, or let me let me correct, my, correct this. Not part of the playoff, because I don't read fully. Clearly. <laughs> um, they're 0-2 when not part of the playoff, and they're 1-1 one one in playoff games in New Orleans. Um, which are still Sugar Bowls, other than maybe yes. a national championship, I'd assume. Um, but I know one of them was their loss to Ohio State in the initial playoff game. Um, yes, they, and that was a Sugar got Bowl. Me yeah. In the Sugar Bowl, I know. Yes,
0: you like that stat?
2: <laughs> yes. Well, no, I don't like that stat at all. But I, I mean, I hate both teams. You, you
0: so like it, knowing that it was Ohio State that beat them, and or well, I don't. The, I
2: don't like knowing anything good about. <laughs> Those fucking people. Anyways, um, they're 0-2 in the Sugar Bowl when not part of the playoff. Now, I ass- I know one of them was Utah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Who was the other one?
0: Oklahoma in the 2013 season.
2: That's right. That's right. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. So this has been a long time. A long time coming for them to play a non-playoff Sugar Bowl game. Yep. I don't really foresee this being anything crazy, honestly. I think Alabama's going to win. This is a safe bet here because Bryce Young is playing. Will Anderson is playing. I know people are going to say K-State is capable of doing it. I agree they're capable of doing it. I just don't see it happening. I think the safer bet here and the safer pick here is going to be Alabama. I think they're going to win a close game. This is going to be a good game. I'm going to say like 28-20, but Alabama.
0: Well, who wants you to go safe and smart with these picks, Tyler? You only live once. Go Wildcats! No, I'm uh, in all seriousness. In all seriousness, there is absolutely a path to victory for Kansas State in this game. That being said, it is going to be really tough. I, I think they're going to have to play probably their best football of the year. They they come in and they're playing some pretty dadgum good football. But the the kind of you know defense that they had late in the second half that nearly allowed TCU to come back with another. Come from behind victory against them is not what they want to to have out there against this Alabama team. Bryce Young, you know, not as good this year as he was a year ago. He's felt like he's become a better passer, Um, but even he
2: he has he is not. His stats don't show it, but it's been interesting. It seems like anybody who wins the Heisman has this unreal, ungodly expectation. Mm -hmm. And it just wasn't that wasn't the case this season, Mm -hmm. but it does not discredit the season. I mean, twenty seven and five touchdown interceptions. He's found his way out of sacks. I mean, he's his pocket presence has grown. His his overall intangible you know talent has grown.
3: Yeah,
2: it's just a matter of of you have to really look hard on the field to see it because it's really hard for him to have had the kind of improvement Mm -hmm. anybody would have expected following a Heisman season, especially from somebody who again. You win the Heisman so young with such a great year in your first year as a starter, and
3: yeah. you
2: turn around. This expectation is up here, and maybe you don't hit up here, but you're like right there, and mm-hmm. that's where he's at. Everybody's like, "Oh, this yeah. is a down a down year. He doesn't look that great. He's been the exact same he's quarterback. Been,
3: yeah. yeah, the only I, the I,
2: only I, difference is he doesn't have the same weapons. And yeah. truth be told, this Alabama team was just a little bit worse uh, yeah. than last year's, and that's so, that's totally okay. It's it,
0: it. What I was gonna say is, yeah, I mean, he he's his receivers have not been the same, and I I do think you know Alabama fans have been saying this probably for a season and a half now, if not before. You know, with the Bill O'Brien hiring, the offensive scheme has just not been what it used to be that could bring the most talent out of Bryce Young as as we've seen in the past. I think he still you know has had a fantastic year. I think he's been a better. Like you said, a better passer, a better you know, illusion artist, if you will, in terms of uh, you he makes plays, and you're just like, how in the world did he make that play? You watch the LSU game, and seven several times, he's he makes plays and and mm-hmm. finds a guy wide open downfield, and you're like, how in the world did he avoid all that pressure? You just you have to tip your cap because he's that yeah. talented of an it's, athlete. It's
2: Johnny Manziel esque, but yes. you know, without the cocaine yeah. and parties. Um, yeah, yes, absolutely. I mean, but that's the truth. That is, as much as that was a joke, that's that's literally it what is it is. I true. mean, it, it yeah. is. He's a very good player. He's a he's yeah. very smart. I, I worry about his size in the NFL, given what we've seen with Tua this season. But I'm not, ta- I'm not here to talk about him in the NFL. I'm here to talk about no, him in this yeah. bowl game. And I think that he is we'll going to excel. I think he's going to continue to build that draft stock and kind of yeah. solidify himself as a top two pick. Do I agree that he should be a top two pick? No, because of what I just said. Yeah. However... He's played well enough that you can take that risk, especially if you're already at the bottom of the NFL who who gives a shit at this have point.
0: Have fun with have fun yeah. with uh Houston there, Bryce. But anyway, the what I think this Don't game die. is gonna come down to is how many time you know, we Will Anderson has really been neutralized this year in, in many, you know, parts of the game compared to where he was last year. I know there, you know, there's still and being, McShay still has him
2: at number one. And I'm yeah. not saying he shouldn't. He's he's not deserving of being looked at like that. Yeah. I am just saying he has not made the impact. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we talk about a guy like Aiden Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. Last season, he had the kind of attention that Will Anderson is getting this year
3: yeah.
2: and was able to make things happen the way he did still, and he was yes. still up there. I'm not saying he was having the numbers. He played a different type of position. I mean, I guess you consider him an edge rusher, but he was he was still a defensive lineman.
3: Yeah, And
2: um, Aiden Hutchinson was able to be just as impressive as he was a year before while getting extra attention, Uh, and and look at what he's doing in the NFL. Will Anderson has not made that kind of improvement and has not been able to consistently keep what he was doing, especially in the backfield. Yeah, But that does not mean he will not be a successful NFL player, and let me make sure I make that clear. I am just shocked it doesn't drop his draft stock more, Mm -hmm. but I understand Mm -hmm. why it doesn't, because people will look at last year and be like, this guy is still a freak. And once you get to the NFL, when you're playing with a bunch of you know, all American caliber players, you're going to be, kind of, you're going to be able to make more plays. So yeah. it's it's a catch twenty-two with with how you look at the film, especially with college athletes, and, and especially the guys who stand out one year and then come back the next year. Yeah. Um, and if position other than quarterback, quarterback's very easy to kind of get a grasp on. Yeah. Uh, d- on the defensive side, it, it's difficult. So I, I can. I'm not saying I know what I'm talking about completely (laughs) with him. But this is interesting. This is going to be a fun game. I'm excited to watch. I think we're all on the same page. Alabama here.
0: Uh, Yeah, I I think if if Will Anderson is able to be as much of a factor in the backfield as he was at times last year and has been at times this year, Cam hasn't picked yet, I'm going to go with Alabama. Pull. All
2: right, that's enough. (laughs) <laughs> no, actually, no, actually. I, I I was considering. I know, pulling
0: it
1: I know, I know you mean so, it, but that's so enough. Kansas State Put down has Kool-Aid. been has been. I've only drink water today. Anyways,
2: well, uh, DJ is gonna have himself wanting a cool aid in a minute. Yeah,
0: I've got water and a step spicy water.
1: Here. I'll, here. I'll step
2: aside here in a second.
1: Anyways, um, the the reason I think Kansas State is going to win is this offense is great at controlling the pace of play. They slow it down, they grind out the game and we've seen Alabama's defense struggle at times with that. Um, And on top of that, I, I do know that Kansas state is great at forcing you into mistakes defensively and getting pressure on the quarterback something that this Alabama offensive line has struggled with a lot more than Alabama offensive lines of old. And so I, I think because of that, they're able to get pressure on Young, force him to continually to have to make those insane types of plays that we've seen from him throughout the year. And eventually that catches up with you. And, unfortunately, this is
3: where the buck stops there. And I think Kansas State is able to get a
1: huge
3: victory for this program in Manhattan.
0: I thought about pulling it, too. I really did.
1: It's going to be a great game either way.
0: Absolutely. All right. We should let Cam go first with this one.
2: Okay, let's set the stage. Verbo Fiesta bowl. Best logo in college football for bowl games. I don't know. Find that Maybe. out another time. Find Maybe. that out. Another one of time. the
0: best, perhaps.
2: day One of one of the four best, perhaps. Mm-hmm.
0: It's up there. It's it's one of the tough top
2: four or five. Yeah. I would say. Anyways, TCU is eleven and four in bowl games since o2 They only lost. Uh, well, they lost their only other Fiesta appearance in 2009. That was a great game between TCU and Boise State.
3: If you I haven't disagree. watched
2: that, I suggest going. <laughs> If you haven't watched that game, I suggest going back and watching it nonetheless. Um, yeah. and, and my Wolverines have won the only other one in 1985. Now that means nothing to today, and so does
3: 2009.
2: Yeah. But with Sage's set, Cam, go ahead.
1: So I, I ultimately think the Michigan Wolverines are going to win. I'll let you guys get into it, though. What what, what kind of I
0: a preview it? is that? What what are we paying you for, Cam? We we want it more than just oh I think they're gonna win. But yeah, it's like this, it's free. like
2: SpongeBob when uh mm. Mr. Krabs says I ain't paying you for nothing because actually you ain't paying me at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but
3: I do think Get some bubble money.
1: I do think Michigan's able to win. They've had a great defense. That rushing game is insane. Um we've seen McCarthy play smart. Um and we've seen him improve as the year goes on. I definitely still want to see some more improvement there from McCarthy, but he has not looked bad, especially down the stretch. Um, we've seen him start. We've even seen them start to air the ball out more. Um, but, yeah, so um, give me Michigan. Sorry, BJ.
2: So, okay, JJ McCarthy has one of the top five. And with a touchdown, we'll solidify himself in there. One of the top five seasons from a quarterback in terms of touchdowns uh, with 20 so far. The the uh, record, I believe, is 26, if I'm not mistaken, uh, from Elvis Gerbeck back in the early 2000s, if I'm not mistaken.
0: He's pretty close, if I'm not mistaken, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think he's pretty close yards-wise to passing Chad Henney's best uh, years at Michigan.
2: I don't believe so. I, mean, I I He could be, but I could be wrong. Um, okay. e- either way, J.J. McCarthy has had a great year. He has gotten better and better and better, especially this middle part of the season, the late part of the season. We've seen nothing but improvement. This is going to be a game where we need that level of improvement and that level of play. Now, Donovan Edwards has been phenomenal. Ronnie Bell has been great. This defense, I, there is not a better team in the country, in my opinion. This It's, it's, it's second-half adjustments. Than this Michigan defensive staff, there's not a better a better group in my mind. Georgia hasn't been able to do it. Maybe they've either been good from the beginning, or they've struggled their way through games. I e Kent State, Missouri, handful of others. Uh, even really the early part of the Georgia Tech game, but they kind of pulled away in that one too. Or they've been really good from the beginning. I e Tennessee. Uh, Florida, I mean, games like that. Yeah, I mean, they've just – it's been one or the other. They have not had to make adjustments. TCU is a team that has made some solid adjustments. has turned things around on the offensive side throughout games. But in this last game, we really saw them not be able to do that. They're playing an even tougher team in this game. No offense to K-State. They're great. They are a top-ten team for a reason. This is the toughest test TCU has had to face to date. They struggled really bad in DKR against Texas. I think they're gonna struggle even more in this game. I think Michigan's gonna win. I think it's gonna be very close for a long time and then eventually this Michigan defense is going to start suffocating the offense and the run game is gonna wear down the TCU defense. Michigan is going to win. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but we'll be playing in the national championship against a team to be named in our next game. But um I, I'm I I think that I'm very confident that, that Michigan's gonna win this game.
0: All glory to the MFing Hypnotoad. I cannot pick against the Frogs, man. I mean, you you said it the, the Michigan defense has been phenomenal with their second half adjustments. But I think the only other team that has been better at making adjustments, not just offensively, Tyler. This TCU defense has in in the second half when they made these comebacks, it's been largely thanks to their defense as what has been allowed them to get back in these games the first time they came back and beat Kansas State in, in uh, Amon G. Carter when they came back and won their game against Oklahoma State. That was a, a large part thanks to their defense and, and just being really stifling. Uh, I'm excited to see what the matchups are going to look like when we get to, you know, you, obviously you think you're playing Michigan stacked box when you've got a, a Blake Corum obviously won't play because of the injury and in his surgery. But even still, you've got a very, you know, talented backup if you will and Donovan Edwards one of the you know two best running backs you know what obviously the the two best running back duo in the Big Ten and and one of the best around the country I can't tell you you know who's a better running back duo off off the top of my head but it's going to be very interesting to see what TCU's defensive backs are able to do in those one-on-one matchups because you're not going to be able to stack the box to stop Michigan they're going to you know, want to throw out JJ McCarthy has been phenomenal with, especially in the last two games. You know, taking what the defense has given you and and being able to hit those passes. A lot of the talk has been, oh, he's he's got you know anything short, he's fine, but he can't hit the deep ball. Bull crap! That last those last two games, Ohio State and uh, Purdue, he can absolutely hit the deep ball, and he will if need be. So it's really going to come down to how guys like Johnny Hodges, Trey Hodges, Tomlinson. Uh, and other guys play on an island, essentially against guys like Ronnie Bell, Cornelius Johnson, uh, you know, Luke, uh and 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 other guys for Michigan.
2: Well, I was I, just going to say, like you, you did mention the receivers, but do not forget these tight ends. Do mm-hmm. not forget the running backs. Yeah. Dominic yeah. is one of the best receiving backs in the country. Yep. this is going to be a fun game. I am yeah. I am scared as shit.
0: Yeah, but I, I have all. I mean, so I just am like
2: you, I have all faith in coaching staff right here.
0: Yeah, I, I, I
2: the the team that wins this game is going to be the team that's coached the best.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, it's 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 tough because it's such. I really do think that this is going to be a game that comes down to the very end. I don't, I, you would be surprised. Yeah. I, I, think you and I would both be surprised if this game is is a total shellacking. Everybody that's coming in like, well, TCU doesn't belong here. They're just this year's Cincinnati bullshit, bullshit. And I apologize because I don't like to, to get up there and 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 you know lose my temper, but it's it's not it's not that way. I think this is a team that is very deserving of being there. If they lose, it's flat out because Michigan is one of the two best teams in the country this year. And if they win and they prove it, then fine, you know, keep downing them. Whoever wins in the national championship, we'll see. But I can't pick against the frogs. I think that they're going to be able to. You know, I think Max Duggan is going to obviously play his heart out. This could be his last game if they're not successful in victory. I can't pick against the Frogs, but I won't be surprised either way.
2: All right. All right. Screw me off when we changed. Ohio State, Georgia, the game everybody's talking about. The game everybody's talking about. Nobody's talking about the other game. Everybody's mm-hmm. on this one now. Everybody's on this one for a reason because we have one. A great quarterback matchup. We have a great offense matchup. We have a great defensive matchup. All in all, this is going to be one of the best games of the season. Ultimately. Ultimately. Georgia's going to win, and they're going to be playing for back-to-back national championships. To be the first team to do it since 10 years ago when Alabama uh, was able to close out the deal on their back-to-back. It will be 10 years. To the almost day
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, that they were able to do so. Georgia, they're 5 and 2 in the New Year's 6 Bowl Games. Such playoff games on a Kirby Smart. They, they're two losses. Um, what, what the hell? One of, them, one of them was Alabama. I know for a fact. I can't remember who the other one came to. Oklahoma. Uh,
0: nope. Texas in the oh, no, uh, Sugar no. Bowl. Oh, oh Texas, I
2: wasn't yeah. thinking of that. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking they lost another their playoff game. I'm like, no, they didn't. No. And uh, then Ohio State—they are the only team that make the playoff uh, in all nine seasons of the existence. The math is not adding up.
0: No, it is because they went to the national, won the national championship.
2: Oh, you're right. You're right. Don't remind me. I don't like to remember things like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it I is seven three. But here, I will say, uh, Marvin Harrison has been phenomenal. Good to know he's coming back for Ohio State next year. If, if you're an Ohio State fan, I'm not, so it's not good to know. Um, CJ Stroud not going to be able to come back. He's likely playing in what could potentially be his last game. What more does anybody want than to see OSU Michigan National Championship? Well, I can tell you what I want to see more. I want to see us get a chance at Georgia one more time. So that's why I am taking uh, Georgia to win this game.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people are talking about this game and this matchup more so because this was a lot of people's national championship pick before the season started, and a lot of people had this as a national championship game before the Ohio State-Michigan game. Nobody really gave Michigan much of an advantage and and an edge in that game going into Columbus, but they proved they belong there. They proved they belong in the playoff, and if they get a chance at Georgia, I think they'll prove that they absolutely are, are kind of along that same level uh, in if they get that rematch either way, if Michigan wins it's going to be a guaranteed rematch whether it's last year's semifinal game or just what we saw at the end of the regular season in Columbus um, I just there is a path to victory for Ohio State, but Georgia's defense is just so dadgum good. I just really don't see I, I don't see Ohio State being able to do, much more than what Tennessee was able to do. I think that Ohio state will be more successful against Georgia's defense than Tennessee was because Tennessee's really gimmicky with their offense and, and Ohio State's not Ohio state just has
2: flat well, out talent with Kevin Wilson leaving. It kind of does scare me for this OSU team and their offense mm-hmm. specifically. I mean, there was a quote that yeah. he was saying, he's like, I've only really had 70% of my time put into this game. Like I'm focused on going to Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean I know it shouldn't be overly scary, but that, that's a that's a concerning thing to hear if you're an Ohio State fan. I'm sure of it. Yeah, and
0: even you know, if a hundred percent,
2: that's a good time, thing to hear. If you're a Georgia fan, you you yeah. don't want him to be fully focused on this game. Yeah, there's just a lot of things and questions looming for this one. Again, even I'm he, not
3: big yeah.
0: yeah, even if he was a hundred percent invested in the game plan for this game, uh, it I, I still think Georgia wins. I just think that. Georgia's the better team, they've got the better defense, and I just I think it's going to be very tough for Ohio State's defense to be able to stop Stetson Bennett and, and, and this Georgia offense. I don't think that Georgia's as much, you know, obviously they haven't been as much ground and pound as in years past. Stetson Bennett has been slinging the ball around and, and threw, I think, like three or four touchdowns in the first half of that SEC championship game against LSU. I think he might, you know, very well do the same throughout the entirety of this game. Not certainly not in the first half alone, but I think Georgia is going to pull away, and I think they'll win by about ten to fourteen. I've got the Bulldogs getting a chance to go back to back.
1: Yeah, and I think that this should be a good game as well. Um, we've talked about it all season. This Georgia team, this Georgia team, is just Georgia. one of those. Yeah. Georgia, 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 yeah. Georgia. But- Georgia team is one just... one down to Georgia? <laughs> yeah.
0: Georgia on my mind. All right.
1: all right, all right. All right, in all seriousness, this Bulldogs team is just one of those teams where they don't necessarily have a standout player. Like, yes, Stetson Bennett is playing well. Yes, there's a lot of players on this defense that are playing well. They just don't have one standout player. Like, they are a very... Very, very good team. They're very well coached.
2: Wait, and sorry, how is that a personal foul? Unsportsmanlike conduct on Arkansas when he's the one that got shoved.
0: His reaction to? I, I, don't I was going to say he must have called.
2: We, him we 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 never heard what dinner. he said. He must have so. called him for dinner.
0: Yeah, that's what it was. Sure. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: anyway.
2: <laughs> Um, no. I
1: I I too have Georgia winning this game. Though I think that it's going to be a very close game. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch, and there there definitely are multiple paths to victory for Ohio State. But give me this Bulldogs team; they're just too much.
0: The last game of the year, y'all.
2: The whole like that. About that. Ne-
0: next time we see a college football game after this one. Oh, sorry. You had
2: me. You had me thinking something totally different. No,
0: not the season. I said sorry. Sorry,
2: I was going full Bourbon Bowl on you. (laughs) You You said last game of the the year, and I was like, "Don't hold anything back." (laughs) We
3: know. (laughs) We know. We know. We know. (laughs) We know Dan (laughs) Couch. We know. Oh Oh, man, that's great.
2: Brent was a savage in that movie, man. That was so
3: good.
0: I love seeing him be able to, you know, go off like that.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Remember when that's Bobby Boucher came back at halftime and the bourbon mur- Took- okay. bur- Waters- ball? Dogs won the bourbon. What? Mud Dogs won the bourbon. <laughs> I was sounding more more like uh, Coach hey. Mumble than I was Bobby Boucher. <laughs> <Of course.
2: laughs> Clip that! Clip that!
0: No, that's not. <laughs> it, put it on a T-shirt.
2: <laughs> but all right, well, good, good. That was a good one. Honestly, we we got a lot to talk about there, and of course, the playoffs, the New Year six, to get started. Uh, when we come back on Sunday, we'll recap some of these games. Probably not all of them. Uh, we will definitely not be talking about this Arkansas Kansas game. Um. But we will likely be talking about. The, we will one hundred percent be talking about the playoff games. We'll probably talk about the Orange Bowl. I bet the Alamo Bowl will be on there. Uh, if I were to take a guess, and then from there, it'll kind of be whatever we want. We didn't take every single game. There are some Maybe other games the holiday on. Bowl tonight. A doubt. Perhaps. Um. The, there are some other games on uh, coming up tomorrow mm-hmm. and and Friday that we did not talk about. We apologize. Mm-hmm. There's not enough time. There's not enough time to go over. 12 bowl games, um, between recaps and, and previews. So, uh, we're, we're going to go over them when they are final. Yeah, we will go over them on Sunday. Um, but we are not going to go as in depth on them as we, as we have been yeah. kind of like we've been doing with the, that towards the end of the regular season, we're kind of just going back to that format, that style. So yeah. playoffs this weekend,
3: obviously, uh, as always go blue. Um, that's the block we take
0: in all series, that's the ra TCU. I mean, hey, I I will hold no ill will. I mean, there's no rivalry or anything like that.
2: Built say, up I was about to say, I mean, at stuff. least it, you're going to be more mad at somebody else than me after the next two weeks anyway. So, Well, Especially maybe. if that unbearable sack of shit wins the Fantasy League. Oh, man.
0: Oh, good God. <laughs> Please, No. <laughs>
2: In the nicest I mean, I, way possible.
3: <laughs> that will
0: be I've never terrible. won a fantasy championship. I, I, I'm still hoping that this is the year, though. I, I thought I drafted really well. I'm in the championship I game.
3: Not.
2: I know I thought I drafted well. Hey, I'm in the consolation championship, though. Thanks, Cam. Well, you know,
0: Cam, the last time I was in a fantasy championship game, it was against you, yeah. and you won.
1: Yeah, and I
0: And then I what happened this year? To, I,
1: <laughs> I, I meant to set Our my lineup got hurt. this past like, Yeah. <laughs> Half my bench was on fucking IR at one point, like even like, regardless of who I picked up, it felt like they got hurt anyways.
0: And this will be yeah. our last episode of 2022 y'all. Yeah, Anything that, that y'all crazy. sticks out is like your favorite things. we we mentioned talking about our favorite jokes college of 2022 kickers. college kicker. That's an every year thing though, man, yeah,
3: that's every year. I don't know. What, what were some of the
2: best ones that we had? Um,
0: Race car porn from Cam. <laughs> I wish I had more time to go back through and look through all of them.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I gotta know. Uh Oklahoma to the playoffs might be the funniest one so far, honestly. <laughs> I gotta I gotta say that whole conversation might be my favorite one yet.
0: Wait a minute, I um, might still have that video somewhere. We could play that one more
2: time. <laughs> yeah, right before the cheese at bowl on a couple nights. <laughs> <laughs> the cheese int bowl.
0: No, that's, that was the guaranteed rate now.
2: Oh, yeah. Fair, 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 fair,
0: oh, wait, wait,
2: But wait, the wait cheese int bowl was played in Tempe. The guaranteed rate bowl has always been in uh, Chase Field.
0: I thought that the cheese, yeah, I-T, the, bo- the cheese IT bowl. The cheese int bowl it,
2: moved. Yeah, it was, I thought it was the one that was at Chase Field. The one at Chase Field. Uh, okay. I didn't. I thought the cheese int bowl was in Tempe. The more you know, yeah. Because it was the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl, and that one wasn't Tempe, yeah. Whatever.
0: I pulled we'll a couple clips up uh, if you want to. Uh, uh, do, we wanna, do we want
2: to do we want close out on some humor?
0: Yeah, I think we should. I mean, this is the last year, the last last episode of the year.
2: Oh, we so can't hold anything that. back. Okay, we're not doing that one.
0: I know uh, this one's uploading <laughs> right now. I'll give we're, it a second.
2: We're gonna try to keep this some uh, some PG levels, perhaps somewhere perhaps close. maybe somewhere close. probably Alleged. probably more so PG-13 more so <laughs> G, yeah <laughs> is, it, is it gonna upload it, or are we gonna it's it's it's,
0: today, taking its time. I, I don't know it's taking its time now
1: not today but yeah there it's but, been a lot of fun doing the, with the
3: yeah this, a, this it was, this good. was a good a year great, but expect
2: yeah. 2023 to be even better we're gonna be here through the off-season, once mm-hmm. a week, every single week through the off-season. College football never ends. Never ends.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, so, yeah, I mean, that'll be fun. Average. We're going to continue building up, building up some live streaming abilities on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe bring that over to YouTube. Uh, we're going to be bringing uh, the Final Corner maybe coming back uh, here soon. Got to get that figured out for sure, whether we're going to or not. But, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then, obviously, our TikToks—that's my biggest New Year's resolution right now. When yeah, it comes to this, is, is TikTok? I mean, we gotta—that's that, our big move. So, Same. I guess let's close this out. New Year's resolutions: What do we got? Real in person, or like our real life situations, and/or or and our non uh, or our sports goals. Uh, if I was a start, I would say real life. I mean, my, my big goal is just to get back in shape. I, I spent the last year and a half injured uh, with different types of deals, obviously, I wear these tinted glasses due to some head injuries and stuff. So I just want to get back healthy. I just want to be able to, you know, work out again and, and not, you know, get hurt every single time I work out. I'm nursing a foot injury right now that is driving me fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't see them. Uh, you can kind of see them. The gray back here right behind me, right here. Those are crutches that I've been using for mm-hmm. the last couple of days because my foot has been, uh, honestly, really, really hurt. Um,
0: and the cold doesn't help, I'm sure.
2: I mean, it is what it is. It, I don't think anything helps, to be completely honest. Like, it just hurts really bad. Um, yeah. So, I, my, my goal there is just to get, get healthy, get back into, into good shape. I mean, there was a time I was 225 before I got hurt, and I'm sitting around the 265 mark right now. So, just trying to cut down and, and get back into, uh, shape to be able to do whatever the fuck i want really any sport whatever um and then obviously TikTok's a big goal of mine and then getting our getting our social medias bumped up a little more i think is another one putting the time effort and even money into uh promoting our social medias is a big one that i think would uh would be very beneficial so those are kind of my my top few uh and then, and then Twitch streaming, being being more active on Twitch. I've been really good here the
3: late portion of the year, but just uh closing it out uh next year and being solid throughout this year next year would be great. Uh as we kinda of lead up lead up towards the new NCAA game, I would really like to uh, get to the point where I am not you know, where I have a good following but we do that
0: yeah, I think, you know, for me, I, I tried, I started to, you know, before I left for uh, a vacation back in the summer, I tried to go and, and really, you know, go on a crash course diet, essentially, and, and you know, get get some weight taken off. And I think I was pretty successful at that. And then in the, when I got home from vacation, I was like, well, I accomplished that. And so I just, I can, you know, I don't have to worry about it as much. And, you know, I'd like to try to get back to that and, and kind of do what you're doing. I'm not necessarily you know, getting, you know, recovered from an injury or anything like that, but I would like to get back to being more consistent with that and, and trying to, uh, you know, trying to get slim down a little bit more. And, you know, I, I haven't set a goal as to how much I want to lose, but I could probably stand to lose, you know, about 40, 50 pounds easily. I could, I would say, and, and, you know, maybe I can tone it up from there. Um, but, Next year, I just realized this is going to be ten years since I graduated high school, and I feel like I've, you know, especially in yeah, especially in the last you know five or six or really, reunion, really ballooned up. Oh, I'm not going. What the fuck do you no. want me to go to that shit? Oh, no, I don't want to do
2: that. Yeah, on, yeah. <laughs> Lou- loud mouth, uh, vlog vlogs. So we can have no. you and Cam talk about how much you love your old high schools.
0: No, I, I'm I'm going to And be, how all
2: the hot girls became fat and gross and had five
3: kids and Mike yeah. Leach
0: wasn't wrong about the fat little girlfriend. <laughs> No, in all honesty, I, I think I've got work that night. I don't know what night it is, but I think I've got work. Some, I've got something. That we, we've night got already. a lot of
2: show to do that night. Yeah, exactly.
0: I,
1: I've never been the popular guy, so I wasn't invited. And even if I was, I wouldn't care to go.
0: The only like, people, the only people that I want to see from high school, I still make an effort to see.
2: The rest. I, I was about to say, I don't I don't talk to many people I went to high school with anymore, and if I do, uh, either you were pretty pretty important in my life at some point, or we were just really close. Um, like I, I don't talk to many people. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. but any
0: anyway, yeah. other than that, like like you said, you know, being more active with with TikTok is is probably you know my loudmouth goal. Uh, I I feel like I'm, you know, feel like I'm doing pretty well with with everything that you know is being asked of me. I know that my my time and resources could probably be spent, you know, doing better things or, or, you know, doing other things, but other, other than, you know, trying to get back into, you know, healthy frame of mind, if you will, or a a healthy body frame. uh, That's, that's about all I've got.
1: Yeah, no, for me, I definitely do need to get into shape. Um, I, I've, Definitely gained a pound or two in the past year, year and a half, especially. Um, And I need to curtail that and definitely get myself into better shape. And um, I definitely do need to get more active on the social medias on here. Like, I know that it's lame. We're kind of just doing the same ones. But, like, if it
3: all fits for us.
1: yeah, Yeah. We're all trying to grow this um we appreciate all the support you guys have given us so far um we're not making anything off of this and we appreciate you guys and feel free to let us know how we can grow how we can how yeah, we, can we can improve do. like obviously yeah. don't be a dick about it but like we we do appreciate you guys letting us know hey yo you should, You could be better if X, Y, Z.
2: Yeah, we've got a couple like that, especially. So, uh, mm-hmm. anyways,
3: let's close us out on a good note, why don't we? Wrong. Not that wrong. one. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. I'm just going to let you guys know, I do have Oklahoma making the
1: playoff, winning the Big 12. This team is a lot better than people are giving credit for. They think that Lincoln Riley left the covered bare when, in all reality, they may just be better off. We don't know what type of coach that Brent Venables is going to be, but he just may be better in the long run and maybe even in the short term than Lincoln Riley was. And this offensive personnel fits Jeff Levy's scheme perfectly. Oklahoma is going to the college football playoff. This Oklahoma defense. Is going to
3: be a lot better than you think. Rating system for some of these QB transfers. We'll talk about that later. Duggan wide open, room service caught by
2: Barber, and he's off. Touchdown, TCU.
3: A lot better than you think. First down and ten. Used to play the position, right? Yeah, a little bit. Duggan, quarterbacking. Taking off Duggan with his legs. Oh, Duggan all the way for the touchdown. Reason why is a projected first round pick. Wide open room service again. One more man touchdown.
1: (laughs) I'm going to say this one point on at one point i i mean i was the lowest on oklahoma coming into the season mm-hmm. even on the stream at one point i had them at 7 and 5 god damn it, I wish I would have <laughs> stuck with that.
0: <laughs> Even then, that
1: wasn't what they ended up doing. No, they wound up being 6-6. Six and six, But and No, no, that
0: wasn't meant to target Colin. We'll have multiple no, things oh that we no, can no. work on ourselves. We're about that. to we're I mean, we, got,
2: we have Arkansas season. I know Colin and I both are probably wrong there. Uh, I had
1: Arkansas 11-1. <laughs> I, I don't
2: know. Oh, I, had, no. I take I back know. what I said. I BJ's I dumber them. than the two of us. <laughs> I, I think
1: I had them at a. I, I think I had them at like nine and three. I think.
0: Well, because yeah, I, I had I had them beating Alabama and Texas A&M. Uh, I mean,
2: technically, if you go back and look at my Ohio State preview, I was spot on. Yeah. <laughs> spot on. And the only one who went that direction uh, that time. I, I thought I, no. I
0: thought you had them at twelve and zero, and they didn't go twelve and zero.
2: No, I put an L on the on the sheet. I know that, or did I change it back? Maybe I changed. it I thought it back. you changed it know.
0: back. Yeah. Whatever. I couldn't remember.
2: Uh, we could all be wrong for days on Utah. Um, oh gosh. But yeah, no, I mean it was just fun. It's fun to go back and look at it. I can't wait to start really doing that and digging into those. But oh yeah. Again, th- thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, wish you all happy, happy New Year, safe holidays. Hope happy you enjoyed your Christmas and and had a safe a safe day then. And. Um, yeah, we're we're looking forward to this uh, twenty twenty three, continuing to uh, to build our craft, build what we're doing here. Uh, you've seen our quizzes have gone up. We're, we're we've got something new in the works uh, that we started the other day uh, that we're going to try to do. Maybe not as often as the quizzes, but they're going to come around once in a while. Um, amongst a few other things, we're kind of going to start doing some random content now. I, now, this is not saying that the uh, the light sports network is going any any different direction. It's gonna be college football mainly for the next year, but I think we're gonna start maybe doing some different things and maybe incorporating a a different show that covers every sport, uh, for more so of a of a conversation piece uh that's better than first take and uh whatever the fuck that one is with uh skip dumbass and Shannon Sharp. Shannon
0: Um, Unlimited or something.
2: Undisputed, maybe. Undisputed, yeah,
0: undisputed. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, more like unwatched. Anyways, uh, thanks again. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Not like we're watched or anything. We probably got like 10 views on this specific video you're watching right now. Uh, thank you again for watching. No, uh, leave a like, subscribe, comment. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all of the above if you like. And uh, we really, like I said, look forward to continuing this in 2023. So we'll, uh, with that, We'll see you
3: Sunday, January 1st, 2023. 2023 and we...